Welcome to the Unlimited Sports Inc. Podcast. So how's it going, everybody? Uh, This is just a quick NBA bubble update. Uh, It's been a lot of action going on just as recently as last night, and I just want to give my um, opinions right quick, man. It's been crazy. (laughs) It's been a lot of players going off. It's been guys that we know have a lot of potential finally stepping up and showing and blossoming their game and showing their hunger throughout the pandemic and not playing. And once they hit the court, they they just came back on fire. So uh, definitely a couple of those players that I have to shout out, Bobo, um, MPJ, these guys came out torching and they came out showing, proving a point that Denver is, I, I might have to say, the deepest team in the NBA. It doesn't mean they have the championship mentality and DNA and all of those little small intangibles to win the ship, but they're going to make it very hard for the Clippers or the Lakers to win that championship. And I think by far, due to their size and the size and ability, that it could offset the Harden-Westbrook combo and that small ball that the Houston Rockets run if they play them in the playoffs. Houston would lose to Denver within six games you can book it i said that myself uh besides that some of the other noticeable players that i will touch on uh you know coming up but just last night uh nets beat the clippers to clinch a playoff spot and i gotta give a huge shout out to my guy joe harris man he is a straight sniper i knew he was a sniper coming out of uh virginia university uh, University of Virginia, uh, 6'6", 205, shooting guard, can play a little bit of three. But he's just like Kyle Korver, uh, maybe a little bit more mobile. Sniper from beyond the range. He can get inside, get crafty to get his mid-range shots, create some contact. And I really wanted my Cavs to keep him, but of course you know how things go. This league is a business and it moves quick. He makes it over to the Brooklyn Nets, and this guy has gotten his opportunity, shined, and has even gotten an extension I believe with Brooklyn, that was a pretty substantial one. If he hasn't gotten one yet going into free agency this year, that would be insane. Uh, Joe Harris is a sniper that you would need to win a championship by far. And from the highlights I saw, the guy went off last night. Nobody could stop him. He was going to get to his spots and let it fly. So uh, great game by Joe Harris for sure. And definitely Karis LeVert coming back healthy, man. This guy's a Swiss Army knife who can shoot it. A three-level scorer, he knows how to change pace, and he'll even get on the uh, defensive side and give you some good effort and uh, try to slow his man up or at least make it a tough night for him. I definitely think going forward, him and Spencer Dinwiddie will take off the scoring low for KD and Kyrie going into their 30s. That's key as well. Uh, They have, you know, a a lot of those role player glue guys on their roster, even Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan now. The front court is set. Uh, You know, you can mix and match who you want to start depending on which lineup you face. Um, Great depth by the Nets, but Karis LeVert, man, great game by him. Very creative, crafty shots. A lot of and ones, and he sealed the deal to make sure that they got their playoff spot clinched. Um, They're a very gritty team that you can tell is building a lot of momentum towards next season when KD and Kyrie come back. They're going to be lethal. They will be top four, top five in the East. You're just gonna you're gonna have to be on the lookout for them. Bucks, Nets, 
Sixers, Raptors, Heat. That's pretty much the top of the East for the foreseeable future, unless somebody makes a move. Um, great game, though, by Karis LeVert and Joe Harris. Very gritty team, man. You could tell. You could tell that future is bright coming next year. Uh, the Clippers on the flip side. Kawhi played his game. He was himself, two-way player. Get to the basket, get to his spots mid-range, and knock down an open three-point shot if he can get one. Uh, it was much more of a tune-up game that you could tell was much more uh, catered towards the bench guys, getting majority of the minutes, getting tuned up for the playoffs, getting getting their motors uh, set and ready, you know. So you could tell it was, it was much more of a tune-up game. No Paul George. Uh, Zubak played a pretty good game. And then there was a bunch of other guys like Terrence Mann that made an appearance. Lou Will got a got a good feel for the game, good rhythm. So uh, it was a nice game for guys like that. Uh, also watched the Rockets versus the Kings, and um, that was a good game as well with the Rockets coming out on top. Kings are officially eliminated from the NBA playoff contention. Um, it was more of a tune-up game even for the Rockets. Guys like that, they're pretty much set in the West. Uh, they're good with their seating, I believe. Uh, by far, though, one of my favorite high school players of all time, even watching their high school mixtapes, um, Austin Rivers went off. Uh, he was the second scoring option that night behind uh, James Harden, and he enjoyed it. He had fun. That guy, when he gets in his groove and dance with the ball, with his uh, crafty ball handling, quick first step, and that jab step back three, if you look up the footage, Austin Rivers' jab step back jumper is one of the most lethal. And mainly due to that huge uh, that huge advantage he has with that quick first step, man. You guys got to check him out. That's my guy. But uh, he's he's enjoying himself with the free range of uh, offensive shots he can put up with the Houston Rockets. He killed it last night. Uh, that dangerous first step, it was too lethal for Sacramento, even with a guy like De'Aaron Fox as their point guard. Uh, Harden controlled the pace of the game as usual, dominated. Uh, you can pretty much see the stats for yourselves. It was pretty much a pedestrian Harden night, 30 and up, and you, know, and you just sprinkle in everything else, you know, so... Another solid night for Harden. Anything 20 and up from Harden, and he sprinkles in the rebounds, assists, and everything else from there. Uh, it's a, it's not a favorable way of basketball that people like to watch. I know they don't. It's a lot of hate that Harden gets, but the guy's dominating, and they cannot stop him from making it to the basket and or getting the fouls. He knows that rule book front and back some way, somehow, and the guy is just running it. So credit given, man, credit given. Uh, the Kings, Deer and Fox and Hill gave their all, but it just wasn't enough, wasn't enough help, and they are bowed out of playoff contention, man. So great year by the Kings, another young team that you past two, three years, you think they're going to they're gonna round that corner, they're going to make that turn for the playoff push, and they just haven't made it yet, so they're still working hard. Uh Another great game with the 76ers versus the Blazers. Blazers with the clutch W to keep the playoff hopes alive. My guy, Dame Time, went off Damian Lillard, man. It was Dame Time for sure. 51 points, 7 assists. He took over to keep his team's chances alive for the playoffs or a playoff uh, scenario such as the play-in uh, double elimination for the 8 and the 9 seed. So, man, great game from uh, Dame Time. He just pretty much, he he's not going to let his team not make the playoffs or not have a shot at least. 
And I can do nothing but respect that guy coming out of a small market as well and wanting to stick it out and wanting to fight through the grind. Like how the Jordans and Isaiah Thomases and those guys did back in the 80s and 90s back in the day. So, hey, I tip my cap to Dame time, man. That's a real dude right there. And uh, CJ McCollum, a mid-range assassin, a straight floater artist when it comes to anything inside the three-point line. And, oh, yeah, if you leave him open, he'll snipe you as well from out there. Also, um, Melo and Nurkic poured in a nice, a nice amount of help. Melo being that third scoring option, it's just picture perfect for him in Portland, man. He is getting clean, clean open looks, and he is knocking down his jumpers mid-range or those corner three opportunities that he's getting with the good ball movement by the Blazers. Uh, 76ers, much more of a, uh, it seems like a tune-up game. More so, they're, they're kind of just easing their way in. They're without Ben Simmons for the rest of the season. That's a huge blow. Um, the main thing I really noticed about the 76ers team is they have a lot of slashing guards, and they're mostly big guards that are mid-range assassins, really crafty with layups to the basket, uh, paint creation and playmaking for the post and for the outside. But the number one thing for Philly, and it's been their knock for the past maybe two or three years, there's not enough three-point shooting to space the floor for Embiid come playoff time. And you cannot win. You cannot win games, meaningful games in the playoffs unless you space the floor, you let your best player operate, which is your big man, Embiid, and you need snipers around him. I mean, hello, the blueprint by the Orlando Magic when they had Dwight Howard. Hito Turkoglu, J.J. Redick, uh, Mikhail Petrus, Michael Petrus, you name it. It was nothing but shooters around him. So as soon as you dump it into the post, either he dominates, kicks it back out. They move it a couple times, open shot. So, I mean, they need to take a take a page out of that book if they need to. But it's, uh, it's, some, it's some great basketball that they could definitely learn from and improve with the type of structure that they have. But main thing uh, I see for Philly, they need shooting. They need shooting. They need a leader, a dominant, strong leader who's not going to waver, that's consistent, that's on their guys improving each and every game. And uh, that's going to be the next step in the process for them. As well as uh, the Magic versus Celtics last night. Celtics come out on top, uh, 122 to 117. Great team basketball by the Celtics. Tatum took over in the fourth quarter in overtime. He had huge help by Jalen Brown. Hayward stepped up big time and hit some clutch shots. He got to the basket. A few and ones, uh, you know, with close mid-range bank shots. Very crafty and creative around the basket. And um, it was more of a tune-up game for both teams, but it had playoff-like competition. Vucevic gave his all as usual. He's he's almost a walking, talking 20 and 10 type of guy that can stretch the floor as well. But uh, they just fell short in this effort. Um, another takeaway that I definitely had was uh, Markel Fultz is very, very crafty uh, in getting to his spots in the mid-range. He's another mid-range artist, another crafty guy, uh, crafty layup package getting to the basket. And um, my guy, the vet, DJ Augustine, he is, in my hand, the steady, in my, in my head, uh, the steady hand guard and leader by presence for the Orlando Magic. Um no matter what the numbers say, he's the steady hand guy. He keeps those guys 
calm, cool, and collected when it comes down to the clutch situations. He's not scared to take the big shot nor create it. And I, you definitely got to respect a guy like that. Um, it was no Aaron Gordon for this game as well as, you know, he tweaked his hamstring in the last game uh, being fouled by Kyle Lowry. So hopefully you see him back uh, next season as well. I believe the Magic are eliminated since the Nets won. I'll have to double check that. But overall, that was a good game as well. And for the last game last night, Spurs versus Pelicans. Uh, Spurs come away with the victory, bowing out the Pelicans from playoff contention. I know the NBA really wanted to see the Zion versus LeBron matchup. Brown won. It would have been fun. Um, I'm not sure if the Pelicans would have won a game or not. Um, it would have been very competitive and fun to watch, but... The Pelicans just aren't ready for that leap just yet. They're missing a few pieces, you can tell. But if they want to develop the pieces they have going forward, they have a very talented young bunch to do so, and they are so much fun to watch. I wish them the best going into next season. I'm hoping that we get a chance to see a completely healthy Zion Williamson around 260, 265 playing weight. I think that'll be the best range for him, and he will be extremely explosive all season long. If you see him around the 260 range, good luck on both ends of the court. Uh, for the Spurs, it was a grinded-out, gritty win, and I'm starting to now see them play four out, one in, uh, with Jakob Portal at the five, and they're going with DeRozan, Derek White, uh, guys like uh, Patty Mills, guys like DeJounte Murray, Lonnie, Lonnie Walker the fourth. They're letting guys like that, Keldon Johnson, slash and create as well. And they have a lot of guys who are just great guys that can run that Spurs system, high basketball IQ, work the ball around for the open shot, whether it's mid-range or a drive to the basket, pick and roll, open three, sling it around to a guy like Bellinelli, Rudy Gay. They're making it happen. So, once again, as usual, hats off to the Spurs for still fighting it out and trying to keep their playoff streak alive of, if I'm not mistaken, 14 or 15 years. So uh, hats off to them as well for that W. And that's pretty much it from yesterday's NBA recap. We're already getting started on uh, today's, you know, today's games and coverage. So all of you guys keep posted, tune in. And definitely uh, tune in to the Daniel Artest podcast. You can also find my guy on all platforms at the Daniel Artest podcast. Facebook, you can go on the Spotify's, the YouTube, uh, StreamYard. You guys go subscribe. Go to the po- go to the podcast app for uh, for iTunes, Apple. Subscribe to my guy's podcast, man. It's top 10, top 5. It's one of the best. It's uh, some of the best sports talk, and everybody in that group is legit. We even have our own uh, Daniel Artest podcast group. And, you know, just being a part of that and being invited into just nothing but pure love and hoop talk, man. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing like it. So you guys tune in. Hey, at the group, hopefully you guys get accepted. Everybody usually is. And uh, subscribe to the podcast for sure, as well as uh, check out, you know, we're going to have a lot of a lot of episodes coming up. So I just want everybody to stay tuned. Uh, Keep supporting uh, everybody that's bought shirts and hoodies, man. I appreciate you guys so much. The Unlimited Sports Inc. shirts and hoodies, tank tops. 
you can find all of those on teespring.com but you can also find them you could go straight to my link tree at unlimited sports inc underscore on instagram uh click there and you could click where i have my merchandise uh for sale go straight to teespring and hey i have many different designs man i hope you guys love it keep supporting the movement we want to push the sports culture as a whole it's uh definitely all about basketball right now but in the future for sure football baseball and many many other things man we want to have a positive impact on the community we want our youth to look up to this and want to do better and it's just it's, it's a love movement man it's none of that hatred none of that you know you're riding somebody's wave it's, it's nothing like that man so you guys keep supporting the movement unlimited sports inc this is for everybody, man. This is for everybody that plays sports in high school, college, pro. If you're even trying to get back to playing pro, we can try to find a way to get you back on track to where you need to be. So buy in, believe now. Hey, stock is only rising because this is the real. The real is on the rise. Thank you for supporting the movement and tune in to the next Unlimited Sports Inc. podcast. Thank you, everybody.